This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. And I feel like I need to preface what I'm going to say with this. I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding. Anyone who knows me well knows that nursing is something I believe in. And all five of our biological children were breastfed until they were 19 to 23 months old. However, we also have fostered and adopted, and I've been so grateful for formula companies in those situations. I'm also grateful for formula companies because our last two biological children, I really struggled with my supply and did all the things, spent so much time and effort, and just was never able to produce enough for them to be able to gain weight and not be hungry. And so I was so grateful for companies like Byheart. Byheart is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, Byheart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. They're made with certified clean ingredients. It has no soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast with code crystal for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So go to byheart.com forward slash podcast and use crystal to get your welcome offer. Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go. Whether you are in your car, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, or maybe even just enjoying a cup of coffee and a few minutes of quiet, we're so glad you're joining us today. Here's your host, wife, mother of four, foster mom, entrepreneur, and author, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of The Crystal Pain Show. I feel like we have so much to share in this episode. We will try to stick with our 30-minute time limit, but Jesse, a lot has happened in the last few weeks. We've had some different guests on the podcast, which <clears> means <throat> that you and I haven't gotten to sit down and record an episode, and so we just have a lot of updates. Feels like it's been a while. Like, I mean, first off, our big update is the toilet. We need to update the people on the toilet situation. Oh, that's old news by now. I forgot that we hadn't said anything about it. Um, should we just say that uh, we got a new toilet? <laughs> oh, okay. So it, was the, there already an issue by the last recording that we did? Oh, yes. You you shared about in your old age, remember, because you're yes. a whole more than a year older than me. Not now. You've forgotten. Yes, you Not still now. are more than a year older than me because your birthday <laughs> oh, is okay. before mine. Well, before you said I was two years older than you. So. Okay, now you're only more than one year older okay. than me. But you talked about trying out the, not glue, the... Yeah, it was... Um, is it called glue? Uh, flex tape or flex, flex seal. seal, flex seal glue. That's what yes. it was. Yeah. And it didn't work. It sort of, maybe kind it of sort worked. of worked, but it allowed some seepage through and that seepage and it kept leaking. So we put a bowl down to get the water that was leaking through. And then part of the problem was the seal in the aluminum or the, um, stainless steel piping going from the floor to the tank, uh, the shutoff seal, something happened to it. Like it, so it, degraded or something and it wasn't closing 
So when I thought it was closed, it was actually slowly still filling the tank. So the water that was seeping out was being replenished by <laughs> the intake from the pipe. And it just kept filling that bowl. It took pro- every probably four to six hours we had to go f- um, empty it. And so when it was d- overnight, well, it leaked a little bit. So and the bowl. the good news is, we'll just put this out there that... So I did break the toilet by dropping the lid. If you remember, I dropped the top of the toilet into the back of the toilet and broke off a big piece of the toilet, making a big (laughs) hole in the corner. But in your process of trying to fix the toilet, somehow you did something that messed up the seal. I don't know what it was. Because the water had been turned off. Yeah. It was turned off. Early in the process, it had been turning off and turning on just fine. So maybe... The several times that I had turned it off, turned it on to test it, it caused some kind of problem with the rubber seal. So anyway, we have discovered <clears throat> the price tag of toilets, which... Yeah, it's gone up. When the plumber told us, I said, that can't be right. That cannot be right. But um, then... We did some research and yeah, we did feel like they were charging us more than they should have for the toilet, but then it was that specific toilet that they were wanting to put in. But also then they said, Labor. well, they were like, you can go buy a toilet and then we can put it in, but it's still going to cost X amount of money. Mm-hmm. And we were just so ready like to the guy just was there. have he, it done yep. and not have to go mess with buying a toilet, having them come back out. And it wasn't really going to save us that much money in the process yeah. because just to have it done. We yeah. Paid a little premium just to have it done. So. so we now have a working toilet. We also have an update on, um, well, I guess I kind of said that I've gotten older. Um, do I sound more? Did you forget what the update was? I mean, what was the deal? Well, you were like, I was trying to figure out how to say, well, I had a whole, whole list of, and I was trying to figure out which one I was going to go with. Oh, next. Okay. You know, maybe I'm okay. a little slower in my old age, you know, yeah. but I got a really special birthday gift. Do you know? Do you know what it was, Jesse? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I just thought you were going to give me that face of like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. So um, Silas and I went to Chino, California, which, by the way, you fly into Ontario, California. And I not- wanted to make sure it was not Ontario, Canada, when I got the tickets. Yes. Yeah, so Jesse booked the ticket for me, and it just came through my email, and I was so confused because I was like. Why am I flying into Ontario? I thought the borders were closed for Canada. And I didn't think that California butted up to Canada. So I'm very confused. And then I had to get out the map. Well, I didn't get out. The map. I looked on Google and realized that <laughs> there is... maps anymore? I know. That sounded really... That really dated me. Ontario, California is a thing. Um And so flew into there and went to Chino, California, spoke at the Fresh Grounded Faith event, which was just such a great experience. Um, It had been almost two years since I had spoken to a live audience. Um, You know, I do a lot of online video and a lot of live video, that sort of thing. But actually being in person to a live audience was really amazing. But two days before the event, I lost my voice almost completely. And typically I had had been exposed to dust mites. And then I usually, I have this allergy reaction. Um, It was obviously an accidental exposure um, when we were at this thing over the weekend. And then it usually goes into full blown 
um, like laryngitis is how it works for me. And so usually it's a two week process and I will lose my voice or almost have lost my voice for at least four days. So I was right smack dab in the period when I should have lost my voice and I did not have a great voice at all for the event. But God was so faithful, lots of people were praying, and I did all the things like throat coat tea and local honey and Ruffles or Lay's potato chips. My singer friend Kate told me to do that, which it throat it throats your coat. It <laughs> coats your throat with grease, which helps you be able to have be able to talk or sing better, I guess. There's nothing healthy about it. It just is. No. I mean, it was kind of like I'm t- doing this <laughs> local honey and probiotic organic drinks that you got me at Whole Foods and then Lay's potato chips. We could, um, we could use like 10W30 or something like that. Too. Yes. But I, I, I did a whole litany of things and my voice still wasn't great. But when I got up on stage for the 35 minutes, my voice held out. And then the next day it held out. And you can still, maybe, I don't know if people can hear, I can still tell that my, tell. my voice is not all back to normal. Um, but Jesse was very grateful. I guess you sort of got a birthday gift. I'm going to get around to telling what my birthday gift was because it is related to this. But you sort of got a birthday gift, I guess, because I had to rest my voice that whole day. <laughs> and then I was gone. So there were a lot of words that you didn't have to listen to because I have a lot of words. My mom says I have the gift of words. But at the conference, Silas went with me and we stayed in a hotel. And it was my first night in over 18 months mm-hmm. that didn't have a baby in, in the room. So Jesse's birthday gift to me and I guess roundabout way was having me go to this conference and speak and then get to have a night to sleep through the night. And I did sleep a solid six hours, which I can't remember the last time I've done. I think maybe have done once or twice in the last 18 months, but it felt so good. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to sleep through the night. We also got to go to in and out which Silas was very excited about. And just overall, it was a great conference. And I'm excited because I'm speaking at the same type of conference, Fresh Grounded Faith, with um, Jennifer Rothschild um, in Oswego, I think is how you pronounce it, Illinois, um, coming up in October 15th and 16th. So I'm, this episode is going up before then. So if you happen to live in or around Oswego, Illinois, um, and you'd love to come to the Fresh Grounded Faith event, um, we'll put a link in the show notes. And we'd love to, I'd love to get to see you there. And Catherine's coming with me this time. Also, I got to do axe throwing, which I had never done before. That was not for my birthday. It was for a friend of mine. Um, She um, was just going through a really difficult thing with foster care. And so some of us foster moms took her out to um, throw axes. I guess it was, (laughs) you know, when you just have some pent up um, maybe frustration or you just need to get it out uh, I thought I would be terrible. I mean, I was actually really scared mm-hmm. to do axe throwing because there's been some, there's some pretty cool videos. I thought cool. It, yeah, that's, that'd be the right word. Well, if I can't play cornhole, and if I have played tried you, to play, you cor- you can play cornhole. You just Silas playing cornhole. Okay, but I have also tried to go and throw the beanbag and threw it behind me. So I okay. thought this is not very good for throwing axes you know what if it goes the wrong direction like what if i yeah that's true but i actually it was super fun and i'm terrible at bowling and i thought this was way better than bowling i i actually it's a lot of fun threw some bullseyes 
I was like, what are they called? Aces? No, that's not the right thing. Bullseyes. Wrong sport. Uh, yes. Um, and so that was a lot of fun. Jesse, do you have any updates for us on anything? Any books you're reading or listening to? Yeah, I've started listening to a series um, by an author named Brad Taylor. So w- w- one of the... I'm, I've been getting some book recommendations from Jack Carr's podcast. He has various authors on his podcast, which is actually really interesting listening to the writing processes. And then he recommends their book. So I've been going on Libby app and starting up their series. So I've started doing that a little bit. Same kind of genre as Brad Carr. I mean, Brad, Brad Carr. Brad Thor. <laughs> Brad Thor and Jack Carr. Just mixing them together. Yep. Brad Carr. Oh, it's I find Brad's because Brad Taylor too. I find that it's really helpful if you just someone who they read widely and mm-hmm. you kind of like their the types of books that they read. It's, you get lots of great ideas from them. Well, I feel like I have been in this. I don't know what you call book whiplash or something because I keep I keep starting books and then mm-hmm. not finishing them and starting other books and not finishing them and um, I feel like I'm just having trouble focusing. There's been a lot that's gone on in our life the last few weeks. And so I feel like I'm just not, my brain is having trouble just narrowing down and focusing. So I've not finished any books that I know of, unless I'm forgetting something. I've started a whole lot of books and read pieces of them, but... Is it just because you don't like what and can't get into the books? I I think you're, You're having book ADHD? I think it's just that there's so much in my brain right now because of mm-hmm. just a lot of things that I'm processing that it's like, it doesn't have space to focus. I did this whenever we said goodbye to champ and it was the same sort of thing where it took me a little while to really be able to focus on books again. And so I kind of feel my brain is there just because of a lot of different things that are going on. We'll be able to share more in the future, but I have not finished any books, but I'm really hoping to. I'm listening to a Charles Martin book and trying to finish that. It keeps being like I'm listening to part of a book and then it expires on Libby before I finish it. So mm-hmm. that just tells you where I'm at because I have 21 days for yeah. books. So. Only 21? I usually have 14 for the ones well, that I'm bidding in. It depends getting. on the book. But anyway, but I did. I was um, watching, um, I don't even know what, something the other day and there was an ad um, for, you know, how we've talked about scribbed or scribed, or mm-hmm. we've said we didn't know how to pronounce it. Well, how they pronounced it on the ad was scribbed. Hmm. Okay. That's not what I would have scribbed. Okay. It took me, like, I had to listen to it a few times. I was like, what are they saying? And then I realized, oh, yeah, scribbed. So there you go. I do have something that's saving my life. Chocolate? Chocolate. Yes. I got a gift from the conference organizers for this Dove Midnight Fudge Cookie Chocolate. I've mm. never had, it's kind of, I feel like it's it's a mix between a chocolate bar and fudge. And okay. it's a very hearty sort of chocolate bar. And it's hard to describe, but- is it dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Uh, this one is- I don't know because let me see. Because well, you never eat milk chocolate, so I well, don't think you would know. I don't think it. It just says it says midnight. It looks like dark chocolate, but I don't know. Like if I said, you like it's, it, it's probably dark chocolate. Said it's sort of a mix between. It doesn't say on there, but 
It was really good. Never had, never had that before. So that's, I've been just eating little bits and pieces of that over the Mm -hmm. last week. And that's been yummy. Okay. So we're going to talk about love languages today. And I realized I didn't tease that at the beginning, like a good podcaster would, but like I said, my brain is kind of all over the place right now. Um, And this idea came from Jesse, you and I did a date night in a box. Mm -hmm. It was probably a week and a half ago. And um, date night in a box is just a company that sends boxes. That is a complete date night in a box. And so we just grabbed one to do. We had some time. We wanted to just be able to kind of reconnect. There had been just a lot and we hadn't had some quality time together for a little while. And so this particular box was about love languages and they had, they always have an activity and a game and then some kind of exercise to just help you to have conversation. And it was a quiz that you go online and take. Why are you giving me that smirk? Because you don't have to do any exercises to figure out how to have a conversation or talk about things. Well, but it's a little sneaky way, I guess, to be like, so we're just doing this date night in a box. So we got to talk about this stuff. Okay. We'll put a link in the show notes, by the way. You can order a box for $20. We have a discount code. They're not sponsoring this or anything. And um, we just love what they do. And they've offered us a discount code. So we'll put that link in the show notes. But the five love languages are quality time, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation, and gifts. And they had a quiz that you take. And it was really fun, Jesse, for both of us to take the quiz together, watching the other person take the quiz. Because I think Mm -hmm. it's very insightful when you see how someone else answers. But this was a hard quiz because it wasn't multiple choice. It was two options. And you chose... I didn't like that, but... You chose which one you related to more. Like, would you rather have your spouse give you a back rub or bring you coffee from a coffee shop. And so then you had to pick which one. And sometimes it was like, well, I like both of them. Right. Or I I don't like either. Yes. So I would have loved the quiz to maybe be set up with three choices or four choices. And you pick the one that you most would love or that you least would enjoy or something. Mm -hmm. But it was still really insightful. And then at the end, then it gave us our results and they had these little envelopes inside the box with cards. So Mm -hmm. four different cards, one for each week for the next month of projects. Wait, yours had four in each each one? How many did yours have? I sure thought it was more than four. I thought it was more like six, but... I'm pretty sure... I guess I maybe I snuck some extra (laughs) extra cards in yours. Um, So that you were supposed to do one per week and it was on this specific love language. And it was just really encouraging you not only to have the conversation about how do you feel loved? Because I Mm -hmm. think it's so easy for us to assume that other people feel loved in the same way that we do. Mm -hmm. And so our kids, our friends, our spouse, you know, our coworkers, we're trying to show them that we care about them, that we love them, that we're interested in them, that we value them. And we're trying to do it in a way that would speak that to us when th- that might not be communicating in any way, shape, or form to them that they're loved, valued, seen, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, so it was very good to just spark that conversation, but then to give you practical ways to actually walk this out. And so Jesse and I have had fun doing these cards and trying to do them somewhat secretly, although it's sort of 
somewhat it's pretty obvious. come out. To the, the but it comes pretty natural to me. So, <laughs> Well, yes, because I'm just going to say you had already done two of the cards and I, <laughs> you didn't tell me and I didn't pick up on it. I just was like, that is so nice that he's doing that. Oh, that just means so much to me. I just feel so loved by him. And then you I'm told being a little me, facetious, but yes. And then you told me the next day or something. You're like, yeah, well, I, I that think was it was. Part, I, I think it was. I think it was one of the cards. So your love language is the ones that you relate to the most are physical touch and gifts. And mm-hmm. it's interesting because I feel like this is so often in a marriage where those are the love languages that I probably least relate to, like uh-huh. that gifts and physical touch, for the most part, speak love to me the least. Like that's not something I would naturally gravitate towards. That's not something that if someone is to come up and give me a gift or show me, like give me a hug or something, Mm -hmm. it's not going to speak love to me as much as for me, it is acts of service and words of affirmation. Right Now it's interesting because if someone gives me a gift and the gift is like they've spent a lot of time on it. And That's it's something that like really they've they put a lot of effort into it and really tried to do something that is meaningful. Then that is very meaningful mm-hmm. to me. And I think it's kind of like that words of affirmation sort of. I think it's somehow right. connected. I don't know exactly and, how. And so what I've observed is a lot of times the gifts that you give are that way. Mm-hmm. I am not the kind of person that will just go buy a gift for someone. Mm -hmm. I do not like to do that. I feel wrong doing that in a sense. I I don't just want to buy a gift for someone just because you are like, oh, it's, you know, it's expected or I'm obligated. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm going to get a gift for somebody, I want it to be something that's really meaningful, that it's thoughtful, that it's something that they'll really appreciate, that it'll speak love to them. So otherwise, I mean, I'm just not. I should have said something about like gifts on Hallmark holidays really speak speak love to me. (laughs) Oh, totally. Yes. We all know that. Um, But so it's just interesting that when we were going through the different questions and you were saying, yeah, that would mean a lot to me. Like if you would pick up coffee sometime and bring it back or one of them that you, that I was shocked by is you said, when you go on a trip, if you would bring a little gift back for me, that would be really meaningful. And I'm like, what? How many trips have I gone on? And I had no idea. And the thought would never cross my mind Mm -hmm. to bring you a gift back. And that that would speak love to you. Like I would want to come back and be like, oh, honey, I missed you. Let me tell you all about like the time. Like let's, you know, let me just like bring you in to the experience and tell Mm -hmm. you all about it. And like, that would be the way that I would reconnect and show Mm -hmm. you love. And so it was just really, really helpful. And we've been married for 18 and a half years. And you think I would know this? Well, we've done this kind of exercise before, um, not necessarily exactly like this, but we've talked about love languages and we've talked about, you know, our strengths, our weaknesses and all. And it always was clear to me that the, the other's love language, love language or love languages are in, in an area where you are weak mm-hmm. and that you would not easily show love in those ways. So that's something you have to work on. Mm-hmm. What I'm interested to see is, okay, have in those 18, because did we do it before we were married? I don't know if we did it before we were married, mm-hmm. but I know we've done it, you know, at least 15 years ago, if it's changed. Mm-hmm. I think that for sure what has changed is your understanding of how to show me love, because mm-hmm. I think you know that even though it 
does not come naturally to you at all to think to show love in this way, mm-hmm. to clean up the kitchen, to help me in practical ways, the acts of service piece that yeah. shows me so much love. And I think you've really put forth a lot of effort to prioritize that in your life mm-hmm. and in our relationship. And I appreciate that so much. And I feel like just for me, I, I know physical touch is yours. And so I think that is something that I have you've been good at sought to work on and learn and right. make it come more naturally to me. But just this refresher of this quiz and then the practical application of, you know, mm-hmm. here are four practical ways These to show this. Mm-hmm. That was really, really helpful to me. And as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking, I wish that we could let everybody listening, like if I wish I had a link to say, here, go take this quiz. And then they're going to give you four um, ways to walk that out over the next four weeks. And I don't have that for you, but maybe someone has a great suggestion. I am going to try to find a quiz that we could link in the show notes um, or something about love languages to give you some practical ways to walk it out. But I think it's really, really important if you're in relationship, close relationship with someone that you understand their love language, because you could spend years mm-hmm. thinking that you are showing someone love when you're completely missing the mark because it doesn't, you know, there's no connection. Yeah. If someone were to bring me gifts every single day, like, and it's the kind of gifts where it's like, Oh, they just picked up some random thing and they brought Mm -hmm. it to me. That to me almost like not, I mean, I don't want to say this in a way that, but it's like, it, it doesn't, I almost just want to be like, could you just stop? Because unless you put a whole lot of thought and effort and this is something really special, mm-hmm. I would rather that you just look in my eyes and say, thank you so much for doing X, Y, Z. Like that's right. going to mean so much more to me. And, and so I feel like, but I can be the kind of person that words of affirmation because that's how I'm, I receive love. I will speak a lot of words of affirmation and for someone else that could not be meaningful mm-hmm. really at all. And so not that we should, not speak words of affirmation or something, but I think we can work on all of these areas to make sure that we are having quality time, physical touch, acts of service, words of affirmation and gifts, but to make sure that we're focusing on those areas that really speak love. Well, and each of those areas is a way of connection. And what you want to make sure is that you have a really good connection established. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like an electrical current, you know, you want to have a really good connection. So you have a good current of love in your relationship. Well, I feel like it's just a way to, you know, in your marriage, it's like sparks. Mm-hmm. Like every time you take the effort, make the effort, put forth the effort to show love in a way that your spouse is going to feel love. It's just, it's like lighting a match. It's just like igniting a little spark and just keeping the sparks flying in your marriage is a continual sort of thing. You constantly have to be rekindling that romance. It's not like a one and done sort of thing. It's that it's daily. And so understanding your spouse and then looking for ways that you can go out of your way to speak love to them just continues to put more fuel to the fire. It's just like more kindling on that fire to keep that flame ablaze. And so this was just really helpful. And I just, you know, like you said, we, you know, 15 years ago, we've talked about, it's something we've talked about many times in our marriage, but I just think you can never talk about these things enough Mm -hmm. or too much. Um, You know, just 
to have that refresher. And so I thought we would just share today for those of you who maybe just need that reminder. It's been a little while, or maybe you've never sat down with your spouse and talked about how they feel loved and practically ways that you can show them love. And it can be a little uncomfortable because you don't you don't want your spouse to just be doing something just because they feel obligated. And right. that's not what it's from, but it's more of like, I want to understand you. I want to show you love. I want to communicate to you how important you are to me. And so help me help you better. Help me work on our marriage and be an active participant in this relationship. As always, if you have any question on any topic you'd love for Jesse and I to answer in a future episode, or you just have feedback or suggestions, or you'd love for us to change something or do something different, we love to hear from you. We love your emails. And so you can send an email to crystal at moneysavingmom.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of The Crystal Pain Show. Have a great week. And remember, you can't always choose your circumstances, but you can always choose your attitude. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com.